the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... with another episode of Beyond the Ballpark. Feels great to be back, and we're here on a Saturday, uh, one day before Halloween, and we have an interesting episode for you today. We came up with the uh, best player at each number. Uh, we're going to do it in five chunks, actually, so we're giving you 20 each week for five weeks. Um, and uh, so, uh, and before we talk about that, let's talk about the World Series, Astros, Braves. Um, the Braves are kind of an unlikely candidate for the World Series, but they managed to get over all the teams that they needed to. Uh, and then the Astros did the same. Um, and it's been a great World Series so far. You know, the Braves are winning. So, it, it, of course, it's great. Um, so, I'm happy that the Braves are on top so far. Um, you know, they've they locked in last night on the mound. Astros were blanked. And it's, it's a great day. It's a great day. So, I'm loving it so far. I'm loving the World Series. Brennan, your thoughts on such a great start to the World Series? Yeah, I just want the I just want the Braves to win. Yeah. Um, even though they lost Charlie Morton, it's upsetting, but I think they can. I want them to pull it off because nobody likes the Astros. Nobody. Yeah. Besides Astros, and obviously. Um, yeah. Besides Astros. And we'll we'll give some uh, predictions. We'll give some predictions. Um. We'll predict how long the series will go, who will win it, um, and who's going to be the MVP. Um, we'll give you all those predictions. Um, so, I'm going to predict that the game that the series goes seven games. I think the Braves win. I, I mean, they have a lead right now, and I'm confident the Atlanta Braves to win. I think it goes six games. Braves win. Mm-hmm. I think they're. They're playing very good right now. I think they can pull it off. They want to pull it off in a short amount of games because they lost Charlie Morton. They can't go that long, but I feel like six games they can pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for MVP, and obviously since uh, the Atlanta Braves uh, won win the World Series in our predictions, it's going to be from the Braves. Their MVP, the MVP is going to be from the Atlanta Braves. I don't think it's Eddie Rosario, just as a disclaimer. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, I think it's going to be... Um, I don't know. 
Um, Brendan, do you have any input before we... Um, Austin Riley. I think it's going to be Austin Riley. Yeah. He's a pretty good guy. I mean, 24 years old and he's a third baseman. Uh, he's looked very solid this postseason as the Braves' steady third baseman. Personally, I think it's going to be Adam Duvall. I think Adam Duvall is going to get a shot at winning, and he's my World Series MVP. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's my thought. Um, so, um, so those are our World Series predictions for how long the series goes and who wins. And um, our, We're obviously rooting for the Braves because Astros are cheaters. Um, and you never forgive cheaters. So, um, if you're rooting for the Astros, it's fine, but you know, I'll have issues with you. Um, but you know, just enjoy the world series. It's a great time. To, and it's the fall classic. Yeah, definitely. All right. So we're going to get to our list. Um, and like I said, five chunks for five weeks. Um, and then we'll do a very special thing on the uh, podcast. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, so we have number zero. We're going to do zero through 20. And yes, there is a player that wears number zero. His name is Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman is really dominant for the New York Mets this year. Um, and he was just a, a dominant pitcher. He pitched really well for the New York Mets. He was a big reason why they won a lot of games, even though they didn't make the postseason. Um, yeah, actually a couple nine number zeros um but i think they came down two pitchers we adam Adovino, red Sox, and stroman i feel even though i like adam Adovino, i think mark stroman's better um better he's a starter too so i think so yeah mark stroman wins this not much competition out of outside of Adovino. so yeah uh next up we got number one and there was uh two world series candidates right now um, you have Ozzy Albies and Carlos Correa. Both are great options, but uh, Ozzy Albies wins. I think Ozzy Albies, considering he's putting up pretty much the same numbers as Carlos Correa, and as a switch hitter, I think you really have to admire that. So uh, my pick is, um, or our pick is Ozzy Albies at uh, number one. Yeah, I almost goes Ozzy Albies. I think he's a solid player also. We might be a little biased. We don't like the Astros at all. So... Yeah, Ozzy Albies is also my pick. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got number two, and, uh, you know, Xander Bogarts could have been an option. We had some good options in number two, but it's got to be Nick Castellanos. The guy just pounds the ball. He's got over 30 home runs. He's a very, very impressive outfielder and a really underrated one at that. People don't appreciate how good he is as an outfielder. Um, look for his, uh, you know, free agent market this year to be very robust. Um, in terms of teams coming after him. So, Nick Castellanos is number two. Yeah, even though I, I wanted Xander, but Nick Castellanos such a good player. Outfield at the plate, he's just incredible. Bogarts, uh, even though he's, I, I think he's very, he's very good. And I like him a lot, but I think Castellanos is a better player. Yeah. Number three, uh, there's a pretty clear and obvious choice. It's Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's a beast. He's so good, putting up an MVP type season, and you know he's been he was a huge provider for Philly and practically carrying the offense on his two shoulders. And you know Bryce Harper's a beast. He's so good. His defense, his offense. You're getting the complete package in an outfielder like Bryce Harper. 
He is simply one of the best outfielders in the league, maybe even in baseball. Bryce Harper's clearly the choice for number three. Yeah, if you look at the options, you see Bryce Harper's name, you instantly know it's him because MVP candidate, such a good year. Uh, like you said, he's carrying the offense. He definitely wins this one, no question. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number four, even though he was hurt this year and you know he had a battle of injuries on and off, it's George Springer. I think the fact that he was able to put up 20-plus homers this year while he was, you know, dealing with injuries, I think says a lot about him. And George Springer really just um, is an amazing player with with his athleticism in the outfield and in his hit tool. Uh, George Springer is a clear and obvious choice. He's an amazing outfielder, and the, the Blue Jays pretty much locked him up in last year's free agency. Yeah, such a good player. He got out of Houston, came to um, Toronto, and such a good player. Even though he had, like you said, battled injury, Still had a great year for the amount of games he played. And, yeah, I think he's clear and obvious choice here. Defense, offense, does it all. Yeah, definitely. Number five, another clear and obvious choice. It's Freddie Freeman who's putting his, his talents on display in this year's World Series. Uh, Freddie Freeman is amazing. He is a, just a beast. He is amazing. And Freddie Freeman... You know, it's going to be interesting where he goes this offseason. But, you know, he's amazing. He's got some great defense at first, an amazing bat. There's nothing to like about Friday Freeman. He is just truly an amazing player. Yeah, even though Kike, I want to go Kike. Such a good player. Such a good player in the postseason. Red Sox, my favorite Red Sox player right now. Uh, But Freddie Freeman, you know, it's Freddie Freeman. He's so good. Defense, offense, like most guys who... Um, said on this list, he has it all, and you can really build your entire franchise off with guys. This guy's just, he's just so good. Um, yeah, even though Kike, I really wanted him, but Freddie Freeman, I think, wins. And number six, I had the same conflict as Brendan on number five. Uh, you know, I love Ryan Mountcastle, he's an amazing player, but I think you know, Trey Turner is the obvious choice, and it's weird to say he's number six considering he was number seven. With the Nationals so long. Um, like, Trey Turner's just, he's a beast. He's so good and he's underrated. He he deserves every award that he's eligible for. He's so good. And as much as I want to pick Ryan Mountcastle, I had to go with Trey Turner, who is, provides you great defense, very good offense, and, you know, great speed. So, Trey Turner, you're getting a really nice package. I mean, you really look at this guy. You look at he has everything on. He has power. He's got contact. He's got defense. He's especially got the speed. One of the fastest players in baseball right now. He is quick on the bases. He still has a lot. And a really good. Um, you're really good to have. have any team would want this guy because he is just so good. Yeah, definitely. Number seven, it's Mr. Batflip, Tim Anderson, who is a beast at shortstop. This dude is just pure swagger, intimidation, whatever you want to call it. This guy will get in your head, and, you know, he did that to a uh, uh, Royals pitcher Brad Keller when he did his infamous bat flip throw. You know, this guy will get in your head. He will intimidate you, and he's going to make you pay for your mistakes. And Tim Anderson, definitely a great player. Yeah, Tim Anderson, um, you know, he's a great player. He was in the postseason, even though he didn't make it that far. He was a great player for the White Sox. That team was stacked. He, I feel like he really stood out. He made himself known at shortstop, and 
Yeah, he's also a great player. Not many op- really good options here, and he was definitely the best. Well, I would definitely say so. Um, number eight, Maryland Turk grad, uh, guy, Brandon Lau. Brandon Lau is just a really good player that not many people can appreciate. Um, Brandon Lau is an amazing player, and he's provided so much for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And, um, you know, there's, you know, he's just an amazing, amazing guy, and uh, he hits well. Maybe not for average, but definitely for power. He's going to provide that power and can play some positions. And um, I like Brandon Law a lot. I would definitely have him in my team. Yeah. I mean, this season he had 39 homers. That's a lot. That's almost 40. Uh, so, that, you know, got, this guy's um, really good at his numbers. He's got a lot of power. I feel like he's been that power bat, even though Nelson Cruz also on the Rays. Uh, for most season, though, I think he's been that power bat for the Rays. See, he, he just hit a, he had a lot of ding-dongs. And, you know, there's a couple other options on this you could have picked, but I feel like this guy definitely won that. Yeah. Number nine. Uh, it's our, it's uh, the, the podcast's favorite player, Jay Cronenworth, that crone zone. We love Jay Cronenworth here on this podcast. Uh, you don't underestimate the crone zone who hit a cycle this year, who's an all-star this year. Jay Cronenworth is a beast, and we love Jay Cronenworth here. So clear and obvious choice for us here at Beyond the Ballpark. Yeah, Jake Odenworth, such, such a good player. Utility utility man, he plays a bunch of positions. He can hit, he can do everything. So I, He's just such a good player. Um, we were going to pick Ali Baez, but then realized this is the Chicago Cubs number. So, um, you know, couldn't do that. But when you look at the other options, he easily wins this. Cone zone is just so good, and he yeah, easily wins this. Yeah, number 10. Uh, there was a great option, and Jake Durumuto is an amazing catcher, but... We had to go with Marcus Simeon, who went off this year. He had 43 homers, I think. The dude just simply mashed. And um, it was once the Blue Jays picked up their game, he picked up his game massively. And that's why we picked Marcus Simeon here uh, for number 10. And he was a beast. Even though JT Romuto is a beast, it's got to be Marcus Simeon. Yeah, I mean, if you look at his stats. He hit 45 home runs. It's a ton. His bat average could be a little higher, but he can't complain. He thinks so many ding dongs. Because uh, there's a lot of good options in number 10. There's JT Ramuto, Hunter Renfro, Boss. He's a Red Sox. Uh, Brian Reynolds isn't bad. Justin Turner, Mike Zeno. They're all good players. Uh, but he, I think he's just the best. He's just so good. He could, it's he hits incredibly. Uh, he played defense, second base. So I feel like he wins this one easily. Yeah. Number 11, we actually missed number 11, I realized. Uh, our conflict was between Jose Ramirez and Rafael Devers. So we're going to have to talk this one out on the podcast and see what which one wins. Um, you know, you look at a guy like Jose Ramirez who offers good defense, great offense, and you know, just a very durable kind of guy who probably won't get as hurt as much. Um, and then you had Rafael Devers who continues to get playing time even though his defense stinks. So I think there's pros and cons about both, and uh, they're both amazing, amazing players. Yeah, even though his defense is terrible, I feel like he's better at the plate than Jose Ramirez. You look at his postseason stats, he, he was playing through an injury, and he's still great. He, uh, he had a bunch of home runs. Uh, I forget how many, it was like three or four, but that's a lot for many games he played. Yeah, he fought through injury. He's a great offensive player. Defense definitely needs... Um, some work, even though he makes plays in the postseason. Um, so 
So I'm obviously going to go Rafi because I'm a Red Sox fan. I feel like he wins this. Uh, even though um, Jose Ramirez close second, I'm going to go uh, Devers. Mm. Uh, you know, as I think about it, I think as much as I want to go Jose Ramirez, I think I have to admire that even though Rafael Devers, um, his defense stinks, he's still getting to play every single day, and he's mashing at the plate. So I think I'm going to give in and say Rafael Devers. So Rafael Devers is our number 11 pick. Yeah. All right, number 12. Um, had a, had a, Kind of had a slightly down year, but still a very solid player, Francisco Lindor. What maybe one of the weakest classes and numbers wise, and you know, it was wasn't a great class to pick from, but I think Francisco Lindor is, is the clear and obvious choice. I mean, Lindor offers full glove defense plus offense. I think Francisco Lindor is a complete package still, even as um, he might his skills might be a little bit like maybe he wasn't as good of a player as we once thought, but Lindor's sick, and you know, there's nothing to dislike about Francisco Lindor. Yeah, you, you know, you can always trust him with his defense. Incredible defense. And hitting is not that bad either. Um, so I feel like, yeah, like you said, this number was not not great. Not many options. Like, with Adam Frazier, that's, like, the only other guy you could, like, maybe pick. But not really because he's not that good. But uh, Lindor, I think he, he had a great, great, uh, not great year, but he had a good year compared to all these guys. And I think he wins this easily. Yeah. Um, so number uh, 13, I think there's one choice. It's Ronald Acuna Jr. I mean, the dude's a beast. Just at such a young age, Ronald Acuna Jr. is doing things that maybe the sport hasn't seen. Ronald Acuna Jr. is so incredibly good and he's so incredibly talented. I think there's no doubt in my mind that Acuna wins. Hey, even though this this was a good this was a good class. It has a lot of good options. There's Acuna, there's Gallo, um, Machado, Muncy, Perez. I I think it came down to Acuna Perez. I think it's a look at Acuna. He's got everything. He can hit. He can play defense. And Salvi, he just hit a bunch of home runs, the most in baseball. Um, this year and he just had a fluke fluke season. Maybe it's still he's gonna do it next year. Um, but he's kind of winding down. He's gonna retire soon. Cunha still got much more left in him. You're gonna mean his prime soon, so uh, I think he wins this. Even though Salvi close, close second. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, number fourteen, we went with Adam Duvall. Very interesting pick. Just mainly a power guy, I would say. But um, you know, Adam Duvall is amazing. I love Adam Duvall, and you know, he hits home runs and he belts him out of the yard. Uh, I think Adam Duvall is just a very solid player and, you know, a very good guy to, for the Braves to acquire at trade deadline. Actually got him back uh, as he went in a free agent market, signed his, with the Marlins, and then uh, quickly went back to the Braves. Yeah, also not a great class one on the options. These guys aren't great, but Adam Duvall, I think he's, he's a solid player. Um, like you said, hits with power, and I think he's Clear and obvious choice. weren't many good options, so he wins this. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely say. I would definitely agree. Another weak class, number 15. I think the choice is Whit Merrifield. The guy can just hit for average and hit for a little bit of power. Not a ton, maybe not as much power as other guys on this list. He's still a very, very solid player, and I would definitely take him on a team if 
you know, if he's a bench bat, if he's a pinch hitter mainly, I would take him. I think Whit Merrifield's just a great option to have. He's durable, and, you know, he can go out there every day and play and play the game really hard. So I think Whit Merrifield wins here in 15. Yeah, I feel like this is a very weak class. You look at the other players on this list, he doesn't really compare with them. Um, But, you know, still a solid player. Get the contact, and I think that's that's only it's a good thing about him. And this, this you look at these players on the other, none of them are really that good. And Whitman, I feel like, is the only one that stands out to us. So that's when we picked. Yeah. And number 16, my favorite number on this list so far, Trey Mancini. We picked him over Will Smith. And although Will Smith had a great, great season, and don't, you know, take our word that Will Smith is a great, great player. Trey Mancini is a comeback player. I mean, this guy beat colon cancer. Like, not many people can say that. The fact that he can and he hit well this year, and he had, like, 21 homers and drove in a lot of runs. Like, you have to admire Trey Mancini, what he's been through. He performed well in the home run derby, got second place. I think there's nothing to dislike about Trey Mancini. Great player, just a very lovable player, and a great guy as well. Yeah, I mean, you looked at the, it came out of these two players, and you realized that this guy definitely going to win comeback player of the year. If he doesn't, it will be as a serious problem. Um, so we took that into consideration and picked him over Will Smith. You know, Will Smith, very good player, one of the best catchers in baseball. Um, but Trey Mancini, comeback player of the year, I think he won 16. Yeah, definitely. I mean, stage three, colon cancer, beer, that de- alone deserves admiration. So I think Trey Mancini, easily number 16. Number 17, uh... I mean, if you followed baseball well enough this year, you would know that the clear and obvious choice is Shohei Otani Showtime doing something the sport has never seen before besides Babe Ruth. Shohei Otani is a pitcher and a hitter. You don't need to say anything else. The dude just mashed like 45 baseballs or something and and pitched like an ace caliber. Like, like why do you not pick Shohei Otani? Like, Otani's a beast. It's that simple. Mic drop. No need. Nothing else to say. Yeah, we didn't even look at the number seventeen. We just didn't need to open it up. Just we just knew it. Shohei Tommy's win it. Even though now I look at it, there's a lot of good players: Chris Bryant, Nathan Valdi, um, Austin, wait, uh, Austin Meadows, also a good player. Uh, those three guys also good players, but they can't compare to Shohei Tommy, MVP, American League, no question. He wins it. He's pitching. He's hitting. He's just so good. And he wins 17, no question. Yeah, definitely. 18. Uh, Red Sox Nation, here's your guy. Uh, your second guy on this list, Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber's quietly a really good player. And, you know, I think he, I think he had a great month in May, I think. Uh, dude went off. I mean, like, Kyle Schwarber is really, really good. And he is uh, just—he's a home run hitter, but he does it well, and I think he was a nice little acquisition at the deadline for the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, this guy—he's not really good class, and look at him—he had a lot of home runs, and he's a Red Sox. I like it. Um, so yeah, I think he's clear and obvious choice here. Not a good player, it's number eighteen. Uh, I think Joey Wendell. I mean, yeah, but Kyle Schwarber, I think, wins it. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's the choice. Number 19, an aging player, Joey Votto, who put up a very, very good year 
I think he had like 30 plus homers this year or something. I mean, Joey Votto is, is amazing. He's just so good at what he does. And, you know, even though he's like 37 years old, he is continuing to mash and continuing to produce for the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. He's just, he's Joey Votto, nothing to say. You know, he's he's a great player, even though, like you said, he's aging. Uh, he's probably retiring soon, but he's still got left in him. He good, had a good year. Um, I think he went, still wins. It's number 19. Uh, not many good guys for 19. Yeah, I think he wins it easily. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, number 20, last one of the episode, um, Tyler Glasnow. I think we just had to give some pinchers some love here. Uh, and Tyler Glasnow definitely deserves it. He's got some of the sickest stuff in baseball. He is a very, very talented pitcher, and even though he's hurt and he's probably going to miss all of next year as well, Tyler Glasnow is just simply incredible. Dude throws gas, and he's a very, very talented player. Yeah, and you only have one other pitcher on this list. Number zero, the first one, and they make it the last last game on this list for this episode. Um, Tyler Glasnow, uh, we had to get some more pitchers, and he's he's a you know, a good player, good overall. So, even though he's injured right now, I think he wins this. A couple of the good options, though. P. Alonzo, uh, a couple, couple Mark Hanna, a couple other guys. I think he wins this. Yeah, and that, that's our list, part one of five uh, for this. And, uh, yeah, those are our numbers for one zero through 20. And uh, I hope you agree with our list, and I hope you agree with our opinions. If you don't, that's fine. If you do, then great. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much a wrap. So enjoy the world series. Enjoy this. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and, uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.